from the Kramer Basketball Headquarters in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You are listening to the Coach's Edge podcast, powered by Coach. Here is your host, Steve Kramer. What's up, Coach? Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast. This is Steve Kramer of Kramer Basketball and Coach. In this episode, you're going to hear Coach Anthony Troshak give a Coach's Edge presentation. This is an hour presentation. You're going to hear some of the audio clips on the dribble drive offense and how he's used it within his program. For the full video, he breaks down game film. He shows uh, some fast draw, and then he has a PowerPoint presentation as well that breaks down uh, the main points of emphasis for different things, such as the structure, the framework, the different actions that you can get into. And he does a great job breaking that down as well. So we hope that you enjoy this episode and, and some of the audio clips here and there. If a little bit of it sounds cut and broken up, it's because it is. Uh, we're just trying to take some good nuggets that I thought would be beneficial for you to hear and then put them in there. So uh, good audio, great breakdown from Coach Tro. Uh, it's going to kind of skip around here and there as far as the the episode that you'll hear goes. If you'd like access to everything we have with CoachesEdge.coach and the Dribble Drive offense, you can go to CoachesEdge.coach, jump in, join our membership. If you have questions, reach out. It's contact at KramerBasketball.com. Thank you again for listening to the Coach's Edge podcast. I uh, truly appreciate it. Let's get to it. For you, if you're somebody that's ran it before, or just have some ideas. All right. Um, you know, this is the disclaimer. So if, uh, you know, this is coach Kramer and skill development. Um, so it doesn't matter what you run. If your X's can't defend and rebound and your O's can't shoot dribble. All right. And pass, it doesn't matter what you run. So this is a system, but skill development is obviously, um, a tremendous, um, part of that system. So, uh, the purpose and the reason why I like dribble drive is much pressure on the paint. Any offense you run, coaches out there are going to talk about paint touches. Um, some coaches track them. I also like how the dribble drive makes you the aggressor. You're on the attack. You're on the attack. And we've played teams in the past that, you know, are really good at dribble drive um, offense. And it's frustrating because we ended up either in foul trouble or they're killing us in the paint. And it's just tough. It's tough to defend, um, especially the ones that are really good at it. Um, so the purpose, you ultimately want to get open layups. You want to get open threes and we got to want to get to the free throw line. So, like I said, you're the aggressor in this offense. You're, you're the hammer, um, not the nail. So I like that um, with the dribble drive. A couple um, overviews. You want to play as fast as your fundamentals allow. So back to, you know, what I talked about with skill development is you got to develop fundamentals. And Coach Kramer has a bunch of good content. He has some short-sided drills, some small-sided drills um, that help develop those and also make the reads. Because a player might have tremendous skill, but if they make incorrect reads, it's almost a wash. On the flip side, they might not have much skill, but they make the correct reads. All right, you have to balance those things out. Um, we want ball movement, quick decisions. We talk about 0.5 seconds, um, kind of the San Antonio Spurs, which some of the players, um, the high school players that I coach um, know a little bit about. Um, but also, Steph Curry has a great video and I've showed it before. It's a short clip. He talks about how the ball needs to move. It's like, Hey, it's a grenade. You can't hold on to that grenade. It's going to blow up and you're going to blow up our offense. If you don't move the ball. All right. The only place you want it blowing up is inside that hoop. Um, other reason I like, uh, the dribble drive is spacing. All right. Especially if some athletes that can attack space. 
Um, you get them in that space and you let them kind of do their thing. Um, principles, and I'll show some videos here in a second that kind of hit on these principles. And if they're choppy, I apologize for internet connection, um, things like that. If you want to, you know, give me your email later, I can share them with you. But we want to catch to shoot, react to attack. So in practice, in games, I'll write that on the board. That's something the players know. Hey, catch to shoot, react to attack, pass to where help came from. Sounds very simple, but it's just another um, cue for the players to be like, all right, I know, pass to where help came from, or E2, C4, which means engage two defenders, see your four teammates. Penetrate, pass, pass. So that's when we attack the paint. We want to penetrate. We want to kick out. And usually it's the second pass. It's open. Um, after that, that initial penetration. And this also depends, especially at the high school level, where your shooters. Um, like I mentioned, if, if you caught that part, if I'm kicking it out to Coach Kramer, he's probably going to shoot it. So it might be personnel dependent too. Sprint to re-space. Um, once we attack, and whether it's a kick out or a bounce out dribble, we want to re-space so we can possibly re-attack. And then the big question is, what does my teammate need? Do they need a help or a space? So if I don't have the ball in my hands and I'm watching near my teammate, does it look like they need help? Does it look like they need space? And I'll go over some cues that um, aid them in that. But I guess I'll show a, another one here is, again, you'll see this toss action. So we're going slot to slot. We don't get much of a brush screen there. See how he put his hands up? We teach him that, and we want him to actually run into the player, which I'll get to. Um, just kind of like, hey, I'm cutting through. But it opens up this lane. All right, pass into where help came from, which we're going to get the wing here. And here's a great brush screen. So that's a touch pass over there. And again, this would be our slot to slot pass because he's close to the slot here. And now watch him brush right there. Boom, there. And now we are reattacking the paint, playing downhill, getting the layup. So those are some principles. Again, catch to shoot, react to attack, pass to where help came from, sprint to respace. All right. Um, and, you know, does my teammate need help or do they need space? Um, so now I'm not going to hit a ton on transition. Um, but, you know, we want to we want our wings to sprint deep and wide. And then we want to push and we want to attack the middle third of the floor. That's huge, especially in transition uh, alignment. And then I'll go over spacing gaps and spent some penetration and reaction. So if you're a member of the coach's edge, you'll actually have access to this stuff here in a little bit. Let me pull it up and you should be seeing a fast draw here in a second. Yep. I can see a coach. So, perfect. Here's our spacing. So we go slot wing corner for our perimeter spots, um, six spots. And then we have our, um, you know, our low post or dunker spot and then our, you know, elbow or high post area. So between the slot and this slot, you know, you'll see here, here's our single gap. So we got single gaps, we got double gaps. Uh, we wanna attack double and triple gaps. Uh, so the way we create a triple gap is we go slot to slot. As you can see in this next spot over there, we go slot to slot and then we cut them through and that's that brush screen that you guys saw with, you know, the player raising their hands. All right, and then we're attacking this triple gap here. All right. So there's that triple gap. And then we got a single gap behind a single gap behind and those players are kind of filling in. So that is like our spacing. And that's like ultimately like what we're trying to replicate almost over and over again. If we can get, you know, there's other options, but we want this triple gap to attack 
um, where we're looking to score, we're looking to kick out, we're looking for the post dump, which he's not in there right now. So let me go over, if there's, if there's questions again, please stop me, throw them in the, trap, in the chat box. But let me go over some penetration reactions. So the first one is if we have like this double gap drive here, if you're one space away, all right, like the two, he wants to push away and be patient when we tell them. Meaning, all right, you're ready to catch and shoot. You're pushing away, you're being patient. If you're behind the guy attacking, the girl attacking, you want to fill up one spot. So the five's going that spot, the three's filling up. So that would be um, a attack off of like the double gap here. Now back to it, let's say one gets stopped here in the paint and there are some uh, protection plans, we call them. One is to flip your hips and almost go from uh, perimeter to posting up. Another one would be a bounce out, but in this case, this player gets deep enough. So they either jump stop, they stride stop, or they flip their hips and they kept their dribble alive and they kick it out to two. So now two has this basically double gap to attack, almost like a double and a half gap in the corner. And they're trying to attack the middle. So we really want to attack the paint. We want middle drives. All right. So they attack here. The four is always opposite the ball. All right, so they are going to go here looking for any dump off any layups. It's a good spot for somebody that's just, you know, in your system that might be big, might be athletic, or just a good finisher inside. And I guess I should go back to the three big rules so you kind of understand the, the methods of the madness. If the ball's being driven at you, push away, be patient. But, and I'll go over this when I go over dot action, if the shoulders of the dribbler are coming towards you, you need to start lifting up because that means they don't have an advantage. So if I'm dribbling to my right, all right, this player in the corner here, if I'm dribbling at them more here, this player needs to start lifting up and that's where you're going to get this drive downhill. All right. Um, and then if the ball is being driven away from you, you lift up and the force always opposite. So those are some penetration reactions. Same with like a baseline drive, this player spilling behind, this player is finding a window. This player is going to the front of the rim for the dump off. And we talk about, we don't want three players in a row, meaning on this drive, this three needs to find a window, we'll say. So the, if their defender is, let's see if I can throw out a defender here. X3. If their defender is here, they don't want to stand in line with them. All right, we're not standing in line. If they want to get here. They want to get here. They're finding that open spot for that kick out. All right. Um, so he's, Back to, I can kind of hit on the dot action, actually. So we go from the one to the five. We're cutting through. We're driving. And again, if the player, number five right here, cannot turn the corner, and they'll kind of know right around the nail, right around the middle, they're either turning or they're not, then the two is going to read their shoulders, all right, and they're going to start lifting. And this is where you have a couple options. So the two lifts up. If their defender is trailing, it's a little quick pitch. It's a handoff. I'm going to try to avoid handoffs. I like more of a quick pitch or just a pass at them. And then the two is looking to attack downhill. If the player goes under, all right, and this is a shooter, it's a quick pitch back, all right, two's got an open shot. All right, if X2 really trying to blow up that pitch, that handoff, and they jump it, it's backdoor. So those, those are the reads in the dot action. That's something we rep, and we need even rep more. Um, but you got you either your defender goes under, toss it out for the pass, defender chases around, play downhill, defenders overplaying, backdoor. So some basic, um, probably basketball stuff that most of you know, um, but, you know, that is, it's important to teach. And 
What dot stands for is dribble on top. So the five, if I go back to this initial thing, the five wants to dribble on top of X2. So they're dribbling right at them. It's kind of, kind of cause a little, maybe a bump, um, you know, an inverted movement screen, uh, whatever it might be. All right, so that is um, some penetration reactions. Um, and now I'll hit on um, kind of passing and cutting a little. Uh, it's part of, it's important. So the big rule when it comes to passing and cutting is cut to the corner in the direction of your pass. So if five, or sorry, if one passes over to five, they want to go to this corner. And again, they're cutting through at that 45 with their hands up, trying to create like a blur screen. Three's filling up. All right. Uh, this is, again, what we've kind of talked about. The fives looking to score. They're looking to kick out here or they're looking for the dump off. Um, you know, and then they're attacking. And this is where you might get a pass, a kick out, and then a swing on this side. All right. So this is where our penetrate pass pass comes into um, play. Uh, on the double, so this is what we call like a double-sided drive because there's two players on this side. This would be a single-side drive because there's it's only one player. Um, now, we can create a quadruple gap, which you can do it on a couple different ways. Um, this is one. So the two, let's say they drove the middle, they get stopped, they kick out to the three. They're going to continue through to that corner. All right. Now, let's say the one doesn't have uh, let's go the three sorry doesn't have it they can pass it over to the one all right and now that is you know, for some reason i switched up um spots on this one sorry um but you get the idea they've drove the ones here and now you're creating this quadruple gap in this corner and you have a lot of you've kind of condensed the space behind you but you've opened up the space in front of you and that's real estate we talk about real estate and want to attack it so hopefully that makes sense. I'm not going too fast. So like I said, um, it's all going to be on the coach's edge um, uh, and a little slower pace at about an hour and a half or two hours of uh, video and some clips of that too. Um, now there are two exceptions to the passing and cutting rules. And they are when you pass to a player above you. All right. So like if one, uh, we got the drive from the guy in the corner. All right. We kick out to the one the one passes to the three. So we're going one to three in this instant. One to three, now one's just gonna stay there because they don't wanna cut to the corner they pass to. So that's one exception to our cut to the corner that you pass to rule is right there. The other one would come on like a corner drive where you pass or even- Coach, after you finish this series, Coach Jacobs uh, was wondering, where do you hide players that may not be able to attack? And they're not one of yeah. the post players and one of the perimeter players. Um, Good question. Coach Jacobs, congrats again on the state finals appearance this well, uh, this year as well. Awesome, awesome stuff. So you got a good thing going. Heck of a team next year, too. Yeah, definitely a fun run. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll get to that in a second. So back to this part real quick. If you're passing to a player that's filling behind you, then you're not going to cut to the corner of which pass of the way you passed it, I should say. So two drives here and they pass it to the five, they are not gonna cut to that corner. Um, so going back to like this alignment, if I'm, you know, I want personnel wise, and I know some coach probably out there thinking, you know, how do my players fit into these personnel? These two positions are our best like slashers. We want people because they're gonna get the initials in transition, the initial um, ability to attack off the dribble. This is where we want some players that can shoot. 
All right. They might not be the best um, ball handlers, but they can at least shoot. And you want, if you have a lefty, you want them in this corner because they're going to catch it in the corner and they're going to shoot it or they can drive middle left. If you have a good player that maybe is right-hand dominant, a good shooter, you want them in this corner because they're going to catch some um, passes in this corner and they're going to be able to drive right. Because again, we're more focused on attack in the middle instead of the baseline. There are baseline attack opportunities, but they come, come more out of transition. Um, so hopefully that answers your question a little. Oh, you can hide them inside now. There's other things that we're going to have to be creative with even this next year um, in terms of, you know, play, having two players on the floor that aren't extremely, um, you know, good handling the ball. Besides the inside spot, we might be here or I might just have to come up with some kind of rules. I'll talk about that a little, um, how I'd like to blend some motion um, into the dribble drive offense. If anybody has questions on passing, cutting, or penetration reaction, if, you, if you've studied um, – the read and react, Rick Tolbert, um, it's, it's similar to that, except they cut to the rim because they're looking for that give and go, which, I mean, personally, you know, we ran some read and react. I've coached from read and react. We never, we didn't get that a lot where it was like pass, give and go. I feel like that's, you know, at the, at the lower levels, you might get that, but we like cutting them to the corner to open up space. Um, but then the, the circle movement is very similar to the read and react. So, I'm going to show you on fast draw, then I'll show you some clips um, of what we're trying to do in the offense. And it might be a little repetitive, repetitive but I, that's kind of part of the offense. So if we're going slot to slot, this is what we call toss. And we're going over to the five. The one's cutting through and they're like hands up and the five is driving right off their butt. Three's lifting. All right. And ideally in a perfect world, the five's getting in here and they try to score. And now they're following their principles. Pass to where help come came from. Did help come from the corner? Did help come from Forest Man? Where did it come from? All right. So their initial um, read is get to the rack, um, dump off, or kick out. So I'll show you a couple clips of, of each of them. Uh, hopefully it makes sense. And I don't want to show a bunch of clips, but it helps to see it. So here's the brush. And you can watch their coach because he's upset that they gave this away. But like, there's the brush. They don't switch or anything. It's just a, right down the lane. The shoulders of the guy driving starts turning towards you. You got to start lifting up. All right. And that's when you can go backdoor. You can catch and rip and go opposite. Or you can catch and shoot. All right. So here's a couple of clips of our dot action. Defense scrambling in this one, but we dribble here and just another like blur screen. There's the dot he lifted out of the corner. So again, he's coming out of the corner, starting to lift up, catch, play downhill, get a, get into the paint. Not great defense on that one. This one we're playing St. Francis, so they won. Uh, they were uh, runner up in, in uh, Class C, so they're they're actually pretty good on defensive end. Um, so here, this is a good one. If you can see. The ball handler knows I'm not turning the corner. So he actually has an option to bounce out, which I think crossed his mind right about here. But now he's like, hey, I need you to come help me. So this player in the corner should actually start lifting about a half second before he does. But I think he realizes my teammate needs help. They don't need space because he's not beating them. He's crossed the nail. He has no advantage. So oh, I got a lift. So here comes the lift, pass, little blur, downhill, gets the rack. Um, so hopefully you understand uh, the dot action. 
Coach uh, Charles, let me interrupt you real quick to go back to Coach Jacobs' point. With this offense, this would be like the easiest first thing that would come to mind for a perimeter non-shooter that could loosen up the players that can do some damage is try to look for those opportunities where they can get it, quick look, and get into a dot action because if nobody's guarding them, it's kind of like a Draymond Green type role. If they can start to get a piece of that defensive player and the, whoever's guarding them is down in the paint, they're going to loosen up. They're going to be able to light it, get a crack, get downhill. Um, so with, within this offense, I think that's a good good thing to look for. Yeah, if, if they can take a dribble or two and kind of toss it out and become like – and then become stationary almost like as a moving you – know, or become stationary almost as a screener, um, whether it's a dribble handoff, yeah, that's a good a good option. And then you could even add, you know, a roll like, hey, you're going to roll to the hoop and then bounce to the corner. So that's where I, you know, it's it's make it your own. But yeah, if you watch the Warriors play, like a lot of times they play off the defense plays off a of Draymond, and you might have a player where they sag off of. So if you can use him to do a couple dribble handoffs or her to do a couple dribble handoffs, and you have you know a good shooter, a good good somebody attacking off the dribble off of that, I think that's a it's a good option. Um, playing with the, the fill and the skip, this is important. And so let's say the five in a lot of teams, especially at the higher level, I, uh, you know, teams will not help off of the corner. So what do you do if they don't help out of the corner? You got to play with the, the fill and the skip. So we let's, let's say five gets downhill and the help comes from the four and then they crack down right here. All right. If you know what I'm talking about, they'll crack down one. If you got some tall athletic players, if they can seal, you can throw that up to the corner of the backboard and you got a nice lop. Uh, we don't have the luxury of having anybody over six foot one playing in our program. So um, we don't have that. But what you can do is now that, you know, they've gotten some penetration. This player should be filling behind. So if you got an athletic or a tall guard, they might be able to make this pass all the way to the corner or they might have to jump stop. Oops. There we go. Give them the ball. They might have to jump stop, stride stop, and then they pivot, pivot again, and they might be able to pass it out to the one. But it's probably easier to just go to the three, who's at the top. All right, so now they have an option of shooting it. All right, most likely the defense is going to rotate like this. They could do something different, but I'll just say he goes there. All right, so we, we're looking like this, and they're starting to scramble back. So now you, you swing it over to the one. And here is where you have a closeout opportunity. So this player can shoot. They can attack. They're probably going to bounce back here. This is where if you have a post player that can, you know, catch and maybe drop step and finish, it's a good opportunity to have a duck in. Four man's reads real quick. Uh, I don't want to spend a ton of time, but they're always opposite the ball. And there will be some times. Let's see if I can. Yeah, I'll start back. There will be some times when the four kind of just has to make a read and maybe they they aren't opposite the ball or you know they, they do the best they can so one of these times would be out of like a corner drive here let me pause you real quick coach tro so yeah go ahead from uh coach jacobs was wondering i think i thought we talked about this um you and i personally in the past this is a good one to touch on is the three filling behind on the penetration or when do you teach them to get into that movement compared to just spotting up stationary. So on, was on the, drive, it was the slide. It was the slide before this. Yeah, it was the, the one five, before this. The five had the drive, and you had the three fell behind. 
So like, are you talking about the five driving yes. slot? Yeah. So, so as the soon five as drives right. When are you teaching the three to fall behind? Because my my question in my head is if he kicks to two and then three takes that gap away, so two can't drive, when do you teach three to fill behind? So in that case, that's a great question. Um, I, I mean, we teach them as soon as they see them attacking. Like, uh, because what happens is, let's say they don't, they don't want to fill all, we don't want them filling all the way over here. It's the top of the key, really. All right. And if they catch, if two catches it, which they have it in this picture. All right. And now we have this, right? We still have this gap and we're still spacing this way there and they're spacing out that. So now we still have this, like I called it, I think at the beginning, like a double and a half gap, uh, really, because they're at the top of the key and not in the slot. So um, that's what we'd want. But as soon as they put it on the deck, yeah, we're you're having, you're filling behind. All right. Um, and we were, you know, kids will be slow on it naturally. So this player is probably going to have a second too. But no, good question. So the fours reads here, and again, I'll give it back to the, the five. Is there opposite the ball? And actually, perfect. Actually, just what Coach Jacobs talking about is if we pass it out to the two in the corner because, you know, we get stopped here, pass it out to the two, there'll be some time, especially if they catch it up high, that they'll be attacking here. And sometimes they'll go right here and score. In that case, you don't want your four, your inside player coming over to jam that up. So we talk about, you got to make a decision if they go through the elbow like this, you're getting opposite. All right. If they're going like through the elbow, sorry, through the nail, my fault, through the nail. All right. I'm a set elbow. They're going opposite. If they go through the elbow, you're staying. All right. So you kind of got to read that. So if they're going into the nail here, in defense, you want to get opposite. This player would be spacing back over. All right. And then you could have a kick out here. And then again, um, you got a triple gap. So, but again, if they go through the nail, get opposite. If they go through the, that side elbow, um, you are staying on that side. And there'll be some times where like they'll rotate and actually the four will catch it like in the short corner area. And we actually had some nice, like kind of looks from the short corner area too out of it. But again, if they get stopped, kick it out to the three. And if you know the rules, they're going to the corner they passed it to. All right, now we got a, another gap to attack. It's the same thing, filling in behind, filling in behind. Um, so, no, good question on that. I appreciate that. Um, so, some ways to kind of initiate the offense is one I talked about toss, and that is going slot to slot. So, if we're going slot to slot, we call that toss, and, and we're attacking. Now, another way, when we called it flip, so we kind of flip uh, these two spots. So you come over, dribble handoff, or actually, as the season went on, we didn't want, we tried to avoid the dribble handoff because some teams would know it's coming and they would trap it right here. And they would, so instead, you can almost like throw down as they're coming up. Now the two's got it. One's going to this corner. The three and the five are exchanging. And now you have like the similar thing. So if you have a really good matchup for the three, you're like, hey, we think the three can take their player off the dribble. Well, this is a good way to get it to the three with a triple gap, if that makes sense. All right. You could do the same for the two. You would just start it on the other side. Um, so that's another way to initiate the offense is you just flip it. And I think I have a clip um, here in a second. Let's go. 
Yep. All right, so we got a dribble handoff here. This player should have honestly, this is like our fourth or fifth game of the season, should have dribbled more into the slot. Not bad. And this player, they should have been up higher. So they should be right here where the, these cursors are. They're kind of flat. All right, gets here. And if he did, if he would have done it right, he would be in the slot and he'd be cutting at a 45 where my cursor's at and getting like a little brush screen. But you see it still opens up a gap to drive. All right, and we got a kick out there. Um, so that is just kind of like the flip to get it in. Now, here's where, like, and I'll go to it later. Right now, this team were playing the Ghani. They were very athletic. They stayed in front of us really well. So this is what I'd like to do when a team cuts off our dribbles and have it bounce out. Right now, next year, this is the plan, at least. We did a little this year. Is like, we would bounce into, like, a motion. So if the player has the ball, they pass it to the corner, and they're screening away because we got cut off. And that that was that's one um, – drawback of dribble drive if you're guarding some teams that can guard you in space the athletic we play like st francis nagani Boyne city um that we didn't we couldn't get by they were just tough we didn't get by them so we need to somehow you know throw a change up in there you know be it be a change up in a curveball or be a curveball in, in, in a fastball league is what i was trying to say but i'm um, just to change it up there and, and give them a different look right now like we're stalled out we can't we can't beat them off the dribble, so off that bounce out, we'd pass, and we want to, like, screen away, and we're going to have some actions with that. I um, mean, I'd, you know, gladly um, listen to any coaches that have any input on what they want to do or what they would do in that situation. Um, another way we'll start the offense is uh, slice. So if you have, you know, a really good point guard or the five or whoever it might be, or if they're being denied too, like one of your – slots are being denied we would tell them to slice through so it's pretty simple all they do is they're slicing through like this all right you're opening up a triple gap attacking this triple gap getting the opposite all right and then you're playing out of those rules um so that's another way to start um one way to combat teams that switch that like scissor toss action is to fan so we we talk about a fan and goes like in a circle all right so let's say we go one to five and the one's cutting through all right but they start switching that you can we can do another thing which i'll talk about in a second but fan is everyone starts like going in a circle so they go there this player is going here all right, this play is going there. And so now they're opening up a triple gap and they can't switch that. All right, because, well, the one just passed it here and now they're going here. So they never cross. So now you're attacking downhill and you got this. All right, so, you, you know, you see that same action. Um, if they do switch, if they're starting to switch, we like, we call it snap. So make sure we're snapping the ball. So one passed it to five, right? X1 is going to jump off of, X uh, or the one. So now they go like this. As soon as they see that, they want to snap the ball back behind them to the three. And then the three, if they can snap it back over to the one and we're going like this and we're cutting. All right. And now we got this quadruple gap to attack, but also the player that, you know, is jumping off of X five is really going to have to scramble to get back to X one. So if that makes sense, we want to kind of snap the ball back uh, against the grain in that situation. Um, we'd also run some smash action, which is just like a ball screen. So we could run 
toss smash. So in this case, they're coming up here, we're bringing them up. We go slot to slot. That's the toss action. And now we're smashing and we're trying to sprint up here to get a ball screen. All right, and then we're playing, trying to play out of here and we, we roll back and we got our lift on the backside. Um, so that's another way you could you can run um, an action to initiate the offense. And then we'd also like a little chin um, action too. Um, if you're familiar with that, um, I can go over that. But basically, if we have a dribble handoff here, oops, and two comes up, and then we didn't run a lot this year. They exchange on the backside real quick to the three over to the five. We cut through here and this player kind of flares out. So they go like this and then they flare out and we wanted to catch it here for the three and then they're ripping and they have that downhill. So it's just like a little bumper flare screen off of, off of that initial high post action. Um, so those are different ways you can start the offense. And like I said, I really like toss or um, flip into toss because you can get any one of four players um, playing downhill and you can get them the ball out of it. Um, so I'll go over a couple other things and then I'll probably open up for questions. Um, let's see. Coach, show's going fast. We'll have all this stuff broken down and, you know, taking our time with yeah. more, more detail on the, on the sites. Uh, so, you know, mistakes, tweaks, uh, shot selection is always big, uh, you know, especially with high school teams you really have to, you know, sit down and talk with them one-on-one -on -one in terms of what shots you see them taking out of the offense. Um, I also like really emphasize paint touches, uh, even more than I have. And, you know, in practice, you can play games where, Hey, you have to get two paint touches before you can take a shot, unless you have a layup, um, or you can even, you know, give a point for a paint touch, things like that. Same with reversals because I felt like a lot of times we were eager to take like um, the first shot and we got a lot of them, you know, especially off of that drive to the corner or that kick to the corner. We got some good three point shots out of that. And then second cutters. What I mean by that is when we get into the paint and we either stride stop, jump stop or flip our hips and we're posting up, we didn't do a good job of cutting off of that player. So they're kind of like in that post kind of where like the Warriors even use Draymond in that low post, but they're not really, he's not really a, looking to score, he's almost looking to pass. We kind of looked at that player instead of, hey, a cut, you know, especially if my player, if I read the back of my defender's head, I'm looking to get to the hoop. Um, and then other things I want to improve is like blending it with motion, which I talked about. If we can't create an advantage, if we can't play downhill, whether it's a bounce out dribble, we get stalled, um, you know, we pass it and it's in a non-attacking pass or a non-attacking dribble, we can, I would like to get us into some motion because I feel like teams that were athletic and could stay in front of us, you know, shut us down um, and did a good job against uh, the dribble drive. But I guess, you know, if the teams are long and athletic, you know, it probably doesn't matter what you run, they're probably going to be pretty good on the defensive end. Um, but some way to kind of get us, a, get our offense a different look at what they're doing on defense. Um, Coach Kramer, any questions or anything in the chat that I missed? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We are, love Zoom action. That's perfect for this type of offense. And we're putting up uh, – that'll be one of our small-sided game drills is a full breakdown of, like, different ways you can build up uh, Zoom actions within your offense, too. That'll be that'll be good. And, Definitely can use it within dribble drive. 
how I and Coach Williams, you want to share something different. How I'm looking to get into Zoom action is oops, bring in our four kind of up into the middle, and it's almost like five out. So whether they get here and come straight up the gut, pass here, they got the ball, and then one's going to go like this. Three and five got to come up a little. All right, and now we can Zoom either way. And if you know what Zoom action is, it's, all right, it's this down screen here. And they're coming off and they're dribbling at them for like a dribble handoff. Or they could have, like I said, they could go the, the opposite way here, dribbling at them for this little handoff here. All right. So I don't know, if, and Coach Williams, if you got another idea, I like that um, um, way to start the offense, a little zoom action in your dribble drive. Coach Troll, um, while we, uh, while we, you know, open this up for a couple questions, comments. I want to show you a small side of game series uh, for some dribble drive. So that was it. That was some of the audio. I know we bounced around with some of the clips, but I thought that those were some of the things that from a podcast perspective, you'd be able to hear and understand as Coach Tro does a fantastic job of breaking down and really being able to paint a picture, even though it's it's audio. If you'd like access to the video and all the presentations, check us out, uh, contact at crayonbasketball.com for questions and coachesedge.coach to jump into our membership. If there's anything I can do for you, let me know. That's probably the biggest service that we provide with our coachesedge.coach members is that you have me trying to help you and have conversations with you. And I am not an expert, but I'm here to serve. And I think that can be even better at times because I, I just have a want to as far as helping other people and working with other people in the game that I love uh, with, with people that I care about. Those are basketball coaches and I just really enjoy working with. And obviously we have uh, hundreds of videos and different presentations and PDFs and diagrams and small side of games and all the, all the fun stuff that coaches can utilize to better their themselves and their players and their program we have with inside the coach's edge as well. So if there's anything I can do, please let me know. Feel free to reach out, contact at currentbasketball.com, coachesedge.coach to learn more. Thanks for listening. Get after today.